Hi, church family. Welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer Time Together. And this is an important prayer day for us. I know that many of you have been watching the news today and they had the Senate races yesterday in Georgia and they're still trying to figure out who the winners of those are uh, today. Also, the things happening on Capitol Hill when we're looking at the certification of election, uh, electoral vote, election votes as well. So there's a lot to pray for. and There's a lot to think about as Christians. What are What is our response to these things? And so Tonight, I'd like to take you through a time of just looking at God's word, um, how we can respond during times that are difficult and what our responsibilities are. I want to say very clearly that as a Christian, as we studied Nehemiah, we should look at him as an example. Nehemiah was consistent. If, even if he was in good times inside the palace of the king in Persia, or if he's trying to repair a wall and having a lot of adversity happening against him in Jerusalem, he was consistently doing what God has called him to do. He was being a believer who loved the Lord, had a zeal for God's kingdom, and tried to make a difference to people around him. Well, that's kind of the same call for us as believers. We are called to make differences uh, in the right way, the right perspective to make differences in our world in a godly way, that no matter if we feel like we're in a time of peace and, and with not much coming against believers or if we're in a time of turmoil as a nation, our duty always stays the same. How do we ref reflect Christ in such a way that the world around us can see that we love Christ and they want to be near to Christ because of how we love Christ? And so I want to take a moment and read to us from the book of Romans, chapter 12. And uh, Paul is talking to the church of Rome here, and he's basically giving them some insights how to live uh, underneath authority, uh, also how to be able to live as Christians because of all the pressure they were facing from the Roman government and just for being believers. And so I'll pick up in Romans chapter 12, verse, uh, verse 8. Or actually, I'm going to go to verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Now, that verse right there has three principal parts to it. The first part of it basically says love without hypocrisy. So we don't need to love just people who loves us. We have to love those who don't love us. We have to try to be able to show Christ to those who don't love us. Now, does that mean that we... Uh, let everything pass by without trying to say stuff and stand up for God's kingdom? No. It means that we need to love in such a way that we're reflecting Christ. But if there's things that are against Christ's kingdom, we need to make sure that we stand and affirm for God and be able to uh, stand up for the truth of what the Lord has asked us to do. But we need, new, we need to love people. For example, I use a phrase like this is that we need to hate the sin, but love the sinner. Uh, we need to work with people and love people. Even if they don't love us, we need to be consistently showing love towards them to re reflect Christ in such a way that they want to see Christ personally for themselves because they see that we love Christ in such a powerful way. The second part of that says a poor, basically what is evil. So that's the next second part. Like I said, love people, but you can also be very um, uh, not happy with sin. And when you see things being done that is evil and blatantly sin, we can stand up against that. We need love in and out of season. People who love us and don't love us, but we also need to stand up and don't like what is evil. And it's just cling to what is good and so live for what is good. So that's really a really good word for all of us. In times of any time of our life, we need to love 
consistently across the board our fellow man, but also stand up against evil and cling to what is good. It says, number verse 10, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give give preferences to one another in honor. And so what this is saying is, is that we need to take care of one another, love one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. We need to honor each other and, and show each other respect and kindness. Verse 11, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So in times of trials, tribulation or hardship, we need to continue being about the Lord's business. Always every day, not being complacent about it, but living for the Lord. And then verse 12, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. Some more good points, right? Always believing that this world is not our own, that, that our promises that God has made us will come true, and that we live with this hope and understanding that God has never left us nor forsake us, that he's always with us, that we will, we're living for more than just this world, we're living for God's kingdom and for eternity. Preserving in tribulation or persevering in tribulation. Uh, and that's basically saying, you know, make sure that we realize there will be tribulation. Just continue to go through it. Because again, we know our hope is fixed in Christ and he will make all things new one day. And that we are called to go through those times to persevere and continue on in God's path and his ways. And then it says devoted to prayer. And the only way you really can do that is being connected to God through praying to him each and every day. To be able to spend time with him, let him refresh your soul with his word and and just that you feel his presence. And those are very important things to get through tribulation and be able to stay consistent through it. Verse 13, contributing to the needs of the saints, participating in hospitality. I love that. It's saying continue to show kindness to people and continue to show people uh, how you care for them, even if things are going awry. Verse 14, bless those who persecute you. Bless and curse not. So again, love even those who do not love you and continue to show them the love of Christ. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind towards one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but Associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in sight of all men. So if someone wrongs you, don't try to wrong them. Don't try to do what they've done to us. You try to live above that in such a way that you reflect, reflect Christ. Never take your own. Um, also, it says in verse 18, um, Respect what is right in the sight of all men. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Ultimately, it's not our place to seek revenge or get angry at someone and say, I want to, you know, afflict upon them some type of punishment. Um, that's really for God to do. Our job as Christians is to reflect the, reflect the love of Christ, love people in such a way that they are drawn to Christ, and be consistently showing love and hospitality, but also standing up for what is right and what is good, and not standing up for what is evil. There's a way to do that. 
There's a way to love people and, and to be able to, to build relationship and still say, I don't believe that way is right because God says that it's wrong and live for the Lord and show, but show them in the same token that you love them, even though you hate the sin they might be in or just that sin in general. And they might not understand that, but that's, you're still trying to show them that you're consistently loving them, even if you don't believe the same way they believe and you're showing what, why that is wrong and why God does not like it. Then last, lastly, it says these words in verse 20, 21. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And if your enemy is thirsty, give him a drink. For he is doing you, by doing this, you'll heap burning coals upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's a good word for us. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Sometimes in a time when we feel turmoil around us or we feel like maybe uh, we didn't get what we wanted or whatever that is or we feel like someone has done something that needs to be corrected in such a way that we want to lash out and, and actually get into doing evil ourselves that's not how we're supposed to be as believers we as believers are supposed to be consistently loving christ and loving others we're supposed to stand up for what is right in god's sight and be a voice of truth to those that needs to hear it. But we also need to do it in such a way that they see something different in our life, that we handle it in a different way, not the way they would handle it, but a way that shows that we are true believers living by a different set of, uh, not rules, but a different set of truths and uh, a different set of way of looking at life that shows that there is something different about us. We are called to be different makers to the world. So take heart, my beloved. Even though things may look a little difficult today and we're maybe in a time of wondering what's going to be happening next, I know the one who's over all things. The Bible says that God is the one who sets up and uh, tears down governments. And we are his. Ultimately, we are children of the kingdom of God. And if we're children of the kingdom of God, we do not have to fear because we know the one who will take care of us we don't need to fear those that can hurt our bodies because we know who owns our souls. We know who oversees our lives and we know who has promised us great hope and also truths and promised us a home with him forever. And that is the living God and our, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So take refuge in that, beloved. No matter what comes before us, no matter what comes against us, the Lord is our refuge and strength. And we will cling to him. Let me go ahead and share with you some other things that I think are just very positive things that we need to understand. Um, God has been gracious to us. And he also has helped us this year do some mighty things. Let me celebrate one thing with you. You know, I'm thinking about this today. Uh, after about 75 years of the windows being here. You know, the first 15, 20 years, it's good to have them. But after that, when they start getting old, we probably need to replace them. But it's been 75 years since many of those windows were replaced. If anybody said to us, what would be the best time to replace those windows? I guarantee no one would have picked 2020, the year of COVID, to be able to do them. But in the year of COVID, we was able to sustain our budget, which is great. But through the generosity of those who are people of the church, we was able to do other things we needed to do. I'm making repairs that's beyond, that's beyond uh, we could Thing we could do in one year's time and we we did it through god's help he he did it god really provided 
And so I think the last total we had was that giving towards the church on multiple projects, not the 180, but multiple things for other ministry related items and also other things that happened before we made the push for the uh, trying to get the money for the repairs. We raised over $255,000 for undesignated, sorry, excuse me, designated projects uh, on top of our budget. So it's been an incredible year of how God has blessed us and able to use that to make the needed repairs uh, and renovations to the church. We got a few more to go in the next uh, year or so, but uh, we're positioning ourselves for the future and we're making sure that we're ready to share the love of Christ, the gospel message of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and life and no one goes to the Father but by him. And that we are called as a church body to make a difference, be, be a lighthouse set upon the hill. The word I like to use now, and you'll hear me over the next few years tell you, talked about this, is a launch point. I want us to be a launch point. We send out missionaries, ministers, uh, ourselves to be evangelistic force and help church, uh, launch new churches, plant churches, uh, be able to revitalize other ones or partner with other people or even help other churches uh uh, know that we'll come alongside of them and make a difference in their church life as well because it's about God's kingdom It's not just about one place It's about God's kingdom and how it needs to spread through the world and people need to see uh, the love of Christ in us We need to be a missionary force to the world So we need to pray about those things, but I want you to let you rejoice over those uh, That that one thing that God's been really faithful to us Also pray for uh, Vic and Beth Lawler. They're recovering from COVID. They should be able to come back to work next week Pray for Wilma, Wilma uh, also, uh, and um, Eddie uh, Gilbert. Uh, they need our prayers. Uh, I know that uh, Jack Cutshaw, uh, this is Arvel uh, Garland's um, uh, brother-in-law, pray for him. Pray for my mom and dad. They're still recovering. Uh, also uh, for Preston's mom and dad as they're still recovering as well. Uh, so just continue to pray for those. I know there's probably some, some other ones I might have missed. If so, I'm sorry. Uh, but there's a lot to be thankful for. There's a lot to live for. God has called us to be uh, a nation of, of godly people, uh, his His people, called to uh, to make a difference to the world. So continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ that we will stand firm and strong uh, for God's uh, truth during these times of need. Let's pray together and we'll bring our time of prayer to a close. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear Lord, for your love and grace and your mercy. Father, help us, dear Lord, this uh, this coming months and year, dear Lord, to continue to be the lighthouse you want us to be, the launch point you want us to be here. Dear Lord, help us, dear Lord, uh, just continue to uh, know that even during times of trials or tribulation, that we are called to be consistent believers who, who shows people the love of Christ, that will be bold about who you are, not back away from the gospel. Uh, but Father, dear Lord, uh, make a difference in our community and our world. Help us, Father, have wisdom in all the things that we do. And Father, we ask you to be with all the ones that are trying to get through COVID or are coming out of it, and dear Lord, are healing. Father, just uh, continue to help all the ones in our church family that's dealing with that. These things are praying in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Have a good night.